I'm Megan Hale, and you're listening to The Enoughness Revolution, a feel-good podcast on creating joy in life, work, and love. Join me every Monday and Thursday for practical tools that speak to the soul to create a life you love. It's Motivational Monday, friends, and I am so excited about our topic for today. Woo, it's going to be so good. So before we get into today's episode, I want to remind you guys that I have a free masterclass coming up on Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central. It's titled, Four Higher Level Needs Every Conscious Couple Craves to Feel Seen, Heard, Supported, and Loved, and I would love for you to be there with me. I'm going to be sharing a lot of great content on how to create a healthy, thriving, conscious relationship. So if you're in a place where you just want to increase some relationship skills to safeguard your relationship from a decrease in intimacy later on, please join me. And additionally, if you're in a place in your relationship where you're just feeling like connection is really starting to suffer and you're starting to feel less fulfilled, then definitely join me. I encourage you to bring your partner. I will be sending out a replay though. So if you can't make it live or they can't make it live, I will send that your way so you can both tune in and start implementing some new tools and skills in your relationship. So I will put all the info for that down in the show notes. And other than that, let's get into our episode today. So There has been a common theme coming up in my client calls lately, and I usually take this as a sign that there are more people out there struggling in a similar area. So the topic of today is finding our passion, our purpose, and knowing why we're here. So I want to first start with a little bit of psychological background here because it's important. So when we arrive to this point of our lives where we're questioning what our purpose is, we've arrived to an existential question. So those who are existentially awake are usually deeply oriented to understanding the meaning of their life, cultivating authenticity and full expression of who they are, living intentionally or making the most of their time here, and living a purpose-driven life. So our life purpose isn't always a super easy thing to awaken to, especially when we feel as though we're good at lots of things or in some cases not good at anything. This becomes increasingly frustrated, frustrating when we're told that to find our life purpose, simply follow our passions or talents. And these aren't always abundantly clear. And there's a really great TED talk by Elizabeth Gilbert on this that I'll link to in the show notes. So one of the things that can happen when we are in this existential crisis, like we have a lot of big questions, but we don't know the answers. And when we see a lot of people who seemingly have all the answers, there's actually a thing that's called existential depression, when we can actually start to get down on ourselves because we don't have all this figured out. Okay. So if this happens to be a situation that you were in, First of all, know that there are other people who are experiencing this with you, and I think this podcast episode is really going to help you find some answers. So I've had conversations with several clients over the past few weeks as they've been struggling with this existential issue, like what is my life path and what am I here to do? And these are the kinds of questions that can really paralyze us, right? The not knowing can feel like such a vast gap in our lives, and it seems the more we try and think it through, the more we try and figure it out, the more frustrated we become. And there's a reason for that. (laughs) When it comes to identifying your passions or even interests, we can't think about these things and determine if they're our thing, right? We must do them. We must experience them. 
And this is the only way. Why? <laughs> Why is this the only way? Because alignment is something that is felt. It's not something that is cognitively constructed. It isn't something that you can think through. It's something that you feel. And the only way we can know how something truly feels is to do it, is to experience it, right? I was talking to one of my clients about this and I was like, you know, is there any way that anybody could have prepared you for childbirth about what it was going to actually feel like? <laughs> she was like, no. And I'm like, exactly. So like we can think about childbirth all we want, but no amount of thinking is ever going to prepare us for how it's actually going to feel when we do it. Right. And this is kind of how it is like trying to think about your life purpose and like think about what really lights you up. Like you're not going, like you can think about it all day long, <laughs> but until you go and do it, you're never truly going to know what doing that thing truly feels like. Okay. So as I look back on my life, and understanding my life purpose, I've become clearer and clearer by trying lots of things. There's just as much value as knowing something is not it as there is in knowing something is. Both provide clarity, clarity in which we can only get by actually trying something on, following a path for a little ways, dipping our toe in the water of something to see how it makes us feel. Are we more intrigued or interested in this thing? Does it rub us the wrong way? Does it create an immediate no for us? How will we know if we don't try? The thing that keeps most of us from trying are two fears. One, what if, it's, what if this isn't it? And two, what if I'm not good at it? So in this first scenario, we often fear that exploring this path only to find out it isn't the right one will be a waste of time and a waste of money. But learning more about what you like and don't like is never a waste of time or money. In fact, that's some of the most valuable self-exploration you can ever do. It is such a big world out there, guys. Trying to narrow down your thing when there are a million things can feel completely overwhelming. Having an experience in one area and knowing it isn't your thing at least marks something off the list and it gives you more information for what you're looking for instead. So we have to be comfortable with something being the wrong fit in order to find the right one. So take a class to learn more about something, fail at something, totally hate something, spend half a year exploring something only to find it isn't your thing. I can guarantee you, you'll still walk away from that experience with wisdom you wouldn't have otherwise. Now, the second scenario, the fear we aren't good at it. All of us have innate talents and gifts. Now, some of us are much more aware of these gifts than others, yet a talent or gift is absolutely worthless if you never spend the time developing it. I know very few people who are naturally gifted at something to the point where it requires no honing. Each and every person starts at the same place, the beginning, the awareness that they have a knack for something and then invest the time, energy, money, and self-belief into further improving that knack. Being good at something comes with practice, experience, and further education, all things that are in our control to do. If we can simply get over the fear, then maybe we won't be the best at something right away. And no one is the best at something right away. No one. I was sitting in church yesterday and the Reverend shared this scripture with us that made me immediately think of life purpose. It goes, a sower went out to sow his seed and as he sowed, some fell on the path and was trampled on, and the birds of the air ate it up. Some fell on the rock, 
and as it grew up, it withered from lack of moisture. Some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew with it and choked it. Some fell into good soil, and when it grew, it produced a hundredfold. Now, trust me when I say that including a Bible verse today is a really big deal for me spiritually because it's been something I've been turned off to for a really long time. Anytime one thing is used as the absolute truth and closes off all the other avenues to truth, there's a red flag that goes off in my brain. That's like saying there's only one path to God when God is infinite in his or her ability to find his or her way into our lives. So I have been reading What is the Bible by Rob Bell and learning that the Bible is a book that was written by humans on how to be human, like the struggles we all face in believing in God and trying to be a good person. So I'm starting to open up to it a bit more and be intrigued for the spiritual wisdom it contains. And this verse in particular reminds me of the metaphor of throwing spaghetti against the wall and seeing what sticks. Now, I know there are lots of ways you can interpret scripture, but as I was sitting there yesterday, I was reflecting back to the conversations with clients and looking at each of their life situations, both really, really wanting to know why they're here and what their purpose is and being so afraid to try something because what if it isn't it and what if they aren't good at it? Now, this verse about sowing seeds on a path and then being trampled on or eaten by birds, yes, you might try something only to feel as though this thing was literally stamped out. The door was shut in your face. Nothing ever came of those seeds. I've definitely been there. Or you may sow seeds on some rocks where there is literally nothing within you or outside of you to provide any nutrition or moisture. I've been there too, like thinking it's my thing, but it never grew no matter how much I wanted it to. It simply wasn't my thing. So you keep going. You may sow some seeds among thorns, which means to me you sow seeds without the right support. You'll learn how to surround yourself with the right people as you pursue your purpose. Having encouragement and inspiration guarantees that your dreams won't be choked right out of you. But then, then, you may sow your seeds on good soil and it will produce a hundredfold. A hundredfold, you guys. Not tenfold. Hundredfold. This verse says to me, if you keep sowing seeds, keep throwing them out there, keep being persistent, you'll eventually hit good soil. Notice that the verse doesn't hit good soil right away. It has to be trampled on a path, eaten by birds, thrown among the rocks and starve, and among the thorns to be choked. But if still you rise to keep sowing seeds, when you hit the good soil, your purpose expands. The path expands a hundredfold. Now I ask you, Was it a waste of time to sow seeds on a path that was trampled upon and eaten by birds? No. (laughs) You learn not to sow your seeds there in that way, right? And what about the rocks? Was that a waste of time? No. You learned your purpose needs certain nutrition to survive. And what about the thorns? Was that a waste? Of course not. You learned a very important lesson, that your dreams need the right support, that you need the right support. And with all this wisdom, you finally learn to recognize what good soil looks like and you plant it there. And it expanded a hundredfold. As I look at my life journey, understanding my purpose, it's felt a lot like throwing spaghetti at a wall and seeing what sticks. (laughs) It's been a lot like sowing a lot of seeds until I found good soil. I've gotten really comfortable with simply exploring and learning and gaining wisdom along the way. Each experience, each path I've explored has given me more and more clarity around who I am, what I'm good at, and why I'm here. 
and I know it will do the same for you. As I was laying in bed last night scrolling through Facebook, I came across a commencement speech by Will Ferrell, and he was talking about graduating college and immediately moving back home with his parents, and he had an interest in comedy and probably some innate talent, right? But again, if he never explored this interest and never developed this talent, it would have been a complete waste. We wouldn't have Old School or Elf or any other amazing film or skit he's ever created. But this wasn't the best part. He said when he first started doing comedy, he kept throwing darts at a dartboard. Even when he was hired on the Saturday Night Live, he kept throwing darts at a dartboard. He kept honing and honing and honing his craft, but he was willing to try and fail and try and fail. He threw a lot of spaghetti at the wall, guys. And the result, if you throw enough darts at a dartboard, you'll eventually hit the bullseye. Purpose is only one piece of the puzzle. Talent is only one piece of the puzzle. Passion, interest, only one piece of the puzzle. You have to be willing to sow a lot of seeds and yield nothing. You have to be willing to throw a lot of darts to dartboard and miss altogether. You have to be willing to throw a lot of spaghetti at a wall and not be attached to it all sticking. And for a lot of my life, it's felt like I've just been shooting in the dark trying one thing and seeing how it feels. But I went to a business conference a few weeks ago in Austin and the woman presenting said something that completely shifted my viewpoint on this. She said, you have to be testing things all the time. You have to be throwing things out there, gathering data and going back to the drawing board. This is what makes the best entrepreneurs. And that's what I've been doing this whole time. Testing, testing and testing some more. Hoping I don't fail. But knowing if I do, failure is only information to move forward with more clarity. And no failure is ever a waste of time or a waste of money. And in that way, failure isn't really real. It's only data. So I want to leave you with this. If you are struggling to find your life purpose, be willing to be curious and be willing to test some things out. Be willing to explore a path of a small interest and see what else expands for you there. Be willing to learn. Take a class on something. Try something new. Sow some seeds. This is how we find our good soil and where our purpose will expand a hundredfold. And it all starts with being willing to sow some seeds. Maybe lots of them. But man, I bet that'll be a beautiful life. So I want to hear from you. Are you in this place where you're struggling to be awake to your life purpose of knowing what that is? Because in my experience, our life purpose is always really simple. It's a simple little phrase, right? Like my life purpose is to bring women to more wholeness and couples to conscious, happy, thriving love. How I do that, that's the fun part because I can express that in so many Ways, right? But I've only gotten to this clarity by trying, oh my God, <laughs> so many, so many things. And you find new talents and new interests along the way. And all of those talents and interests help shape the way that you manifest your purpose in the world, right? That's the creative expression piece. So I want to hear from you. Do you feel like you're just shooting in the dark? Do you feel like you're throwing a lot of darts at the dartboard? Do you feel like you're throwing a lot of spaghetti at the wall? Do you feel like you're sowing a lot of seeds? I know that that process can feel like, oh my God, am I ever going to find my thing? 
And that's the part that can be really hard. But having faith and trusting that every single step along your journey is leading you to where you need to go, to be awake to the signs that are surrounding you at all times, that's when our own inner work of building trust and faith in ourselves and the universe and God can be so powerful in knowing that we're going to arrive to this place where we feel clear, where we feel certain, where we know who we are, what we're good at, and why we're here. So I'll see you guys in a couple of days for Transformational Thursday. I'd love to hear from you in the comments. And don't forget to sign up for my free masterclass. It's happening on Wednesday. It's called Four Higher Level Needs Every Conscious Couple Craves to Feel Seen, Heard, Supported, and Loved. I will see you guys there. Until next time, bye.